Welcome to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. You follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And remember to send your questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. It's Freeform Radio. We're back uh, on the air here. We got Danny. Yes, sir. Feeling a lot better and uh, back to my normal, normal go. Awesome, man. Glad uh, you're back and... Uh, I don't want to say 100% because you're never at 100%, but... Right, 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 right. right. And then we got uh, Noel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Happy to be back. And then it's all good, Andy. So we're here. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, By the time this dropped, it's been a couple weeks, but everybody had a... Hope everybody had a great time with their family uh, and their loved ones and uh, had enough turkey, I think. Everybody's turkeyed out, but uh, that being said, we're going to go to Danny now. Part of Thanksgiving here in America for our international listeners is the next day you go to shopping. It's Black Friday. I see Danny did some of that. Um, let us know how it went. What did you end up buying or you didn't buy or what didn't you like? Yeah, we, we really didn't buy a ton of stuff for Black Friday. Um, I ended up picking up a few things. Alana picked up a few things. Um, for me, mostly I got a few games I got, uh, on switch, ended up getting, uh, Legend of Zelda, um, Link's Awakening for PlayStation. I ended up getting Horizon part two and then, uh, the Afro, the, I mentioned on the last podcast that I had gotten Ninja Turtles. So that was part of my Thanksgiving, uh, pre Thanksgiving Black Friday haul. And then I ended up getting like uh, one or two other games that were like ten bucks, but uh, nothing too too big time. The, I guess the other big purchase that I did is I bought a new controller for the Switch. Um, I had this wired controller that I had been using that I found for like ten bucks, and it was serviceable. But I had to always like hunch over because the cable wasn't long enough on my couch, and after gaming for like half an hour, my back would start hurting. So. Um, I saw a Black Friday deal for a wireless controller, so I ended up jumping on it and and picked that up. But yeah, other than that, um, Alana picked up a few things too, uh, a Carhartt hoodie. Um, She ended up getting uh, a few things here and there, some makeup and whatnot. Uh, We got all our Christmas shopping done, so so we got that done. I don't know if even you guys have even started looking at Christmas shopping yet. Yeah, I, I did get a few things. Um, I'm still starting it out. Usually, I only get for my nephews, so and my niece. So right. I'm uh, still shopping around for a few things. You start off anything yet, Andy? Yeah, I bought some stuff and uh, did some uh, shopping, uh, Christmas shopping for a couple of things. Mostly my wife. I bought something for my son, and then uh, something for my mom and my uh, sister. So. Just got to wrap up everything for some nieces and uh, some friends. Nice, nice. But yeah, uh, Black Friday, uh, there were a ton of good deals, but I didn't really need anything. There was a ton of like um, uh, TVs and uh, even computers. Actually, Alana did get a computer. She got a new desktop. Uh, her old one was giving her problems. She had it for like two, three years maybe. So, um, And then she had bought it uh, that the last one that she had refurbished so uh, god knows what kind of condition it was when she got it but yeah she finally got a, a new one that hopefully will last her another four or five years and we won't have to worry about it for a while but yeah kind of <laughs> kind of light usually usually we go a little heavy for black friday we we go out and we hit the stores uh this time we just stayed here went online um the only store we went to was uh walmart but it was in the afternoon already um, after we had gotten up, ate breakfast, we went out and, and saw what they had left as far as like pajamas for kids, uh, the birthday get, or the Christmas gifts that we got. But uh, nothing too crazy, man. Black Friday was kind of chill and relaxed, uh, at least over here in the Corral household. Yeah. But um, real go quick, ahead. we went to Thanksgiving went to my mother's and she lives about 45 minutes away. And we were driving back. Uh, we saw the stores on uh, 
uh, like on Target and Walmart. Um, and I was just like telling my wife, like, look, there's nobody waiting in line. Like those days are like long gone. And then remember the couple years where we had, we're like, you're never gonna close on Thanksgiving and all that nonsense. Like all this, all these stores were closed, and it was just like. Uh, I think the pandemic kind of spearheaded all that, made those changes. But uh, I, I think for your waiting in line and like the amount of people waiting, camping overnight for TVs and all this stuff and people fighting over cheap electronics and stuff. I think those days are long gone. And I think people are more comfortable just going online and ordering it. Um, the only thing I saw was like Menards. Uh, they usually have some decent stuff. But I didn't end up going. Uh, I had to do something over the weekend and get something from there. And they still had plenty of stuff left over from Black Friday, which they're like, all these prices are going to be honored till like, I think till today. <laughs> so, and they, they didn't have a lot of stock, but everything that I was kind of interested, they had a couple things left. Yeah, we went to Menards too uh, after the fact. And we picked up a cu- like a dog bed and a couple toys. Yeah. And- yeah, usually that stuff used to sell that quick. Yeah, yeah. So we picked up a few odds and ends here, there too. But yeah, you're you're kind of right. I mean, the the earliest store we hit was um, uh, Tractor Supply, and it was around maybe like eight o'clock in the morning, uh, which isn't terribly early for a Black Friday. And when we got there, there was three people that worked there at the store. They were like in the front by the registers. And when me and Alana walked in, the first thing that they were like, yay, we got customers. And I was just like, wow, man, are we the first people to get here? I mean, the store opened like at six or something. I'm like, has <laughs> oh, nobody man. been here yet? I'm like, Jesus. That's crazy, dude. But, yeah, but again, right it's tra- it's tractor supply. So, I mean, I, I don't know how, how busy it technically gets, but it's kind of like a little niche store. But who knows? Well, who knows here? if the stores were that yeah. packed? What do you get out of dog food or something then? No, no. I mean, they do have dog food. It's usually like dog food, horse food, chicken food, stuff like that. Chicken coops, (laughs) hay. They got stuff like that. It's it's like what a farm would typically go to. But uh, what they had on sale was those Carhartt uh, hoodies. They had them like 50% off or something. I forgot what it was. And so Alana picked one up for herself there. But yeah, yeah, uh, not not too not too busy on our half. Um, I'm kind of curious if maybe like in in the burbs, maybe that, like you said, Andy, the the tendency to go out to the stores has kind of died down a little bit. But let's say you're more in the in the urban city atmosphere. Maybe you don't have internet. Maybe you don't even have a computer. Uh, maybe you're still out there hunting and and going for that hundred dollar deal for a TV and you know, running over a couple of kids to try to get one. <laughs> no, I, I think, I mean, everything's on the phone, so. It, I, but not I everybody feel, has phones and, and I think not everybody about has 99% smartphones percent has uh, smartphones. It, it, you think so? It, I'm pretty wow. sure. So if wow. like, look at the school uh, during the Zoom. Nobody, you needed a, a, comp- a laptop or desktop or a tablet or a phone and everybody no no kid was crying that like we don't have a, a phone or or they all had one of those three and uh no, some of the people I, were teach are lower income people so i this nonsense of everybody has a phone you need it now it's like if you don't have it there's something wrong with you even poor people and the homeless people have phones i, I, I saw, will say that yeah california they actually get paid and they get a phone from the government like the homeless people, right? But yeah. I saw here in the Chicagoland area, all during the pandemic, there were news broadcasts. Now I don't know the news is the news nowadays, so God knows what what was true. But I saw on plenty of occasions the struggle to get computers and to get internet into homes for kids that were homeschooling because of the pandemic. So I I don't know if the percentage is that high. It might be high. To your point, Andy, but I don't know if it's 99%. I, I doubt it. I, I think we're, we have the luxury of having computers, recording podcasts. A lot of people don't even have shit like this. They're like, they're at home and they're worrying about, you know, eating and 
getting their keeping their heat going. They're not worrying about paying a hundred dollar internet bill to keep their internet going at you know a hundred terabyte or whatever the highest you know. They're not worrying about stuff like that. They're worrying about other stuff. So yeah, but you're you're looking at it as a, from a perspective of like something in the eighties. This this is now it's a utility to almost a utility where you need it. It, it ain't like it's an option to have it. Like the old, old days, everybody had a home phone. Today, I, I don't even know. I'd say less than half the population still has a home phone because they all got cellular phones. It, it is something you need to function in the modern world. If, if you don't have it, I mean, you get text messages for doctor stuff and then you get emails. Right. It's right. like it, it's not like a, a luxury thing anymore. It's a necessity and that's why they make it affordable and a lot of people have and I'm the plans like that you're talking about that's a different thing like yeah I know they offer some basic stuff that the government issues to like where they pay for it or uh, I know Xfinity had some low income thing uh, that is a different uh, thing but I know there's some assistance where if you're on certain uh, programs they'll pay for all that I mean but it's basic basic stuff it ain't like some like high-end shit, but they'll get you going. Right. No, I, I I get it. It is definitely a necessity or more of a necessity now than it was in the 80s. But it's just like iPass. You can get iPass and it gives you a, a tremendous amount of convenience and an easier way because the world is set up for that. But you could still pay on, on your own. You don't need iPass. You yourself, you don't have iPass. So... Uh, yeah, it's, but 90% these, of businesses have them. And a that's what I'm saying. So, I'm just saying to your 99%. I'm just saying to your 99% okay. comment. Yeah. Give me 2% yeah. of 5% <laughs> off on that. Right, right. <laughs> there's kids that, that have that's... phones. And, I mean, there's old people that they make phones for old people. It's it's not, uh, I'm, I'm high on the percentage, but it is. Well, to the well, days where this. people don't have it is uh, to me i find it like something they they, they might fun. have phones but not everyone knows how to use it so may, maybe they have a phone like i have an old friend a uh, family friend who's you know he's almost uh he's up there in his 80s and he has a phone <clears throat> it's an apple one but he has no fucking clue how to use it you know he knows how to make calls but he's not going to shop on bestbuy.com and get that blu-ray deal so he might still go to the store in person Cause he's an old guy. He doesn't want to learn the technology. He might have it, doesn't want to use it. You know, like you have a car that goes fast doesn't mean you're gonna go fast. You know, it just has that ability. Some people want to just drive slow and cruise around. That's, that's a different. Yeah. That's different from having it and what it can do. I mean, but the thing is, he has it. Now, if he wants to, like, I get it. But the eighty percent year or the eighty year old guy is not. For me, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be waiting in line for a Blu-ray player or a TV. Right. No, no, probably not that. Right. Uh, I'd be curious to, to find maybe a nice article that we could talk about in the future, uh, the percentage of Americans that are connected the way you kind of state. I think it is a higher number, but I, I, I don't think we're near 100% yet. I think there's still – I have family that are still – in the not even middle class or lower class poverty level and i have family members that don't even have a computer in their house they don't have a computer because to them it's just like dude i'm struggling to pay my car bill you know keep my kids fed you know trying to stay safe out here in the hood they're not worried about getting a computer so they could be able to online order a Blu-ray sale that's on for 10 bucks a, a Blu-ray. They'll go to Best Buy if they really want that deal. Do they have Jordans and cell phones? Probably. <laughs> but, they, but they're at the store. 2022s? <laughs> but they're at the store buying it. They're, they're not ordering online ah. to get it. I, 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 Jordans I'm, are I'm just saying I, I, I'd be curious to, to find out. I'm pretty sure it's up in the upper 90s. I'm like. I'm pretty confident in that. Well, I'll look it up and maybe in the next show we'll I'll give an update. I, I'm yeah. shocked if it won't be. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's in the 90s. Cool, cool. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get back to you guys on that. Um, the only other thing I, I wanted to kind of bring up is uh, I got into the the World Cup a little bit, man. I've been watching a couple soccer games, mostly because a uh, junior. I'm not a soccer fan, and I, I didn't even want to become one. 
<laughs> and I'm not saying I, I really, I'm not even saying that I'm really a, a, a soccer fan at this point, but I, it, it did kind of pique my interest a little bit, man. I, I, I watched a few games. It's definitely more boring than baseball. So these people that say baseball is boring, no, dude, soccer is boring. But there, <laughs> but there are moments where it's exciting. There's moments where it's just exciting. Um, to me, what what I kind of to kind of give a parallel to me, soccer is kind of like um, a zero zero score game on baseball. When it's a zero zero, there's either good defense. Uh, going on good pitching you know stuff like that which to me is exciting i like watching that i like watching a good no hitter stuff like that to me that's exciting watching the anticipation maybe those middle innings would be kind of a drag a little bit but the start and the end where you got a no hitter going is exciting and to me i kind of see that as soccer Uh, at the start it's kind of exciting you kind of see what kind of strategy they're playing out the middle part where there's no scoring at all boring and then at the end where they're scrambling because they're like, oh, shit, there's five minutes left. Let's just attack the goal as much as we can and try to score. That's exciting. But the middle part, the whole 40 minutes in the middle of nothing where it's just kicking the ball back and forth, you know, <laughs> to me, I, I I don't get it. I don't know if it's a stamina thing. I'm, I'm assuming it is that because it's it's taxing to run up and down this field. Uh but I've never played soccer. I don't watch enough of it, so I don't really know. But at least the World Cup games that I've watched, um, few have been super entertaining. Most have been okay. Uh, but a few <laughs> have been terrible where I'm just like, I don't know who would want to watch this uh, constantly. Uh, more like a background thing, like, all right, I'm going to leave it in the background while I'm uh, sweeping and, and, and mopping the floor kind of stuff, maybe. But to sit there and watch it, I, I can't see that. So I'm, I'm guessing you watched the U.S.-Netherlands game that just happened this weekend. That's the game where... Uh, no, actually, I didn't see that one. That was yesterday's. Ah, okay. Uh, but I, I did not watch that. But I watched the other U.S. game, and that one was kind of boring because it was 0-0. Uh, it was the one that was 0-0, so I can't remember what team that was. Yeah. I think it was uh, Iran because I think they ended up 0-0. Uh, but, yeah, the other one that I watched was the one with uh, Ronaldo. Um, and that one was okay, exciting, just because every time Ronaldo would get it, everything would explode kind of crazy. Uh, so that was kind of exciting. I was kind of hoping to watch one with that other big player, Bitchy um, or something with an M. There's another big soccer player that's uh, – the one that kicked the the Mexican jersey and now Canelo wants to beat the shit out of him. What? I mean, it seems like you're all up in that World Cup, man. Oh, you didn't know, hear about I this? Haven't, I haven't watched. I mean, I watched a little bit of the Netherlands, uh, U.S. Uh, yesterday, uh-huh. and I was telling my wife like, "Yeah, I can't watch this shit. It's boring." And she's like, "Baseball's boring." I'm like, "Don't you say dumb stuff like that?" And right. then, uh, and I was just like, "That's because." Like my my dad and my uncles weren't into it. I tried to watch it, and I was like, I'm like you. This shit's boring. And maybe I don't know the nuances of the game. I know either it's like a world game, but I'm not into it. And I don't know about that. All I know is when the the the, the World Cup is, I just like seeing how uh, the people of Mexico <laughs> go to the other countries, and you see all these videos pop up on social media and. It's just hilarious to me. That's probably the best part of it, the fans going over there and fucking with the people of the country they're at. Yeah, I think this is probably the, the time to get into it if if you're not a usual viewer. But, yeah, we'll see. I'll watch a few other games and see if it uh, keeps my interest until maybe where I watch it again next year. But uh, let's switch over to Noel. Noel, why don't you tell us about your Black Friday shenanigans? How how are your deals out there uh, shopping in in the in the hood or wherever you're at well uh yeah i mean i'm gonna be one of those guys that uh proves andy kind of right where i don't want to go to the stores anymore man (laughs) yeah i actually just did my online stuff uh see amazon has like a lot of good deals but i do compare uh you know my, my parents brought me up to look for the deals not just go one place and be like all right this is good enough so i did compare the pricing 
Walmart and Best Buy, they had some good deals on Blu-rays, the 4K UHDs. And then I saw Amazon was pretty much price matching it. So I was like, you know what? I already get my stuff through Amazon, two-day shipping, uh, all this stuff. So I'm like, let me just go on Amazon. And uh, I have an Amazon card, which I do highly recommend to people that buy stuff regularly on Amazon. Because an Amazon card will sometimes they'll give you special deals. And then sometimes they'll give you special financing. So if you buy something that's in the upwards of a couple hundred dollars, they're going to give you like 0% financing, equal payments for like a year. And and that's like just standard. Like whenever you buy something over $50, they give you 0% six months. Uh, so you just make equal payments for six months. So if it's like 50 bucks, you're paying like $9 a month, 0% financing. So I, I love that. Like you don't need a special offer for like a credit card. You just use your Amazon card and you always get stuff through there. Um, but anyway, long story short, I got a bunch of Blu-rays because, like I said, I got my PS5. And and initially, I bought it just for the 4K playability, but I ended up getting some games for it as well. Uh, I got Last Guardian, got Bloodborne. I got, a, uh, what's it called? Um, not Ico, but the Shadow of Colossus. I yeah. got the uh, Evil Dead for PS5 and uh, God of War 3 for the PS4, which will play good on the PS5, I've heard. Right. And uh, there's a few games that I wanted to get that are like more exclusive. So uh, Ghost of Tsushima was one of those. Uh, It's not available on PC yet. And it looks fantastic on PS5. I was was playing it a little bit and I was like, wow. With Um, all the leaves and all the stuff floating, man, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. And just the combat system, it it reminds me of uh, I I played the Lord of the Ring game, uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow. Well, I haven't beaten Shadow of War yet. But it reminds me of that like similar concept. Um, I I just like the the vibe, you know, the samurai era and all that. That was really cool. Uh, I just started it though, so I don't really have much info to give on that. Just you know, kind of started it off. But uh, the Blu-rays I got, I mainly focused on horror. Um, that's my that's my genre. I did get a few of my favorite uh, comic book movies. I got Justice League, the Snyder Cut, the the new one, right? Right. It's like three hours long and shit and it was yeah. much better um i did got you watch it in a while or i'm sorry real quick did you watch the the justice league snyder cut so i watched it but i watched it before i got the 4k so now i'm gonna get it now that i got it in 4k and it's it finally got to me it finally got delivered uh most of my stuff got delivered just this week just a couple days ago so, so did you uh, is the one that you watched uh is the 4k and is it still full screen or is it widescreen that's a good point, man. I had to check it out. Uh, that <laughs> okay. that was a plan to, to check yeah. it out. Yeah, next time I'll, I'll give you guys an update on that. I'm curious too, man. I I heard most of the movies when they're 4K, you're gonna still see the bars. Uh, they're just not 16 by nine. They're whatever the hell you know ratio it is, but it's not. Most of them aren't 16 by nine. Right. Yeah, um, I got a few 4K movies, and uh, they're all still widescreen. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I even looked for a TV, not for now, but like for the future, I want to buy a TV that'll play it full screen that has that ratio, right? Just standard, whatever the screen needs to be, you know, and it's really not out there. Like, uh, not that I've seen what people recommend is using a projector because a projector can can show it the way it's supposed to be. And then you have the projector screen that'll show it, you know, proportional. You can get it to that size. So that's that's my next plan. But that's probably when I have my own house, because, like, I wouldn't want to have that set up here. It's, it's a little too small for that. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be interesting in the future. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. And, uh, yeah, so I got a few 4K uh, horror movies, like I said. I got The Shining uh, 4K. Got the sequel, Doctor Sleep. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's pretty good. Um, no. Got the Evil Dead Collection, dude. It was like $67, but normally it's like 100 or some shit like that. So um, that was pretty freaking cool. Like these box sets for 4K, man, they're pretty fucking good. Like the Shout Factory ones, they, oh, yeah. they, they put a lot of effort into it. Yep. And it looks really cool. Um, I finally yeah, after you, were, after you yeah. were talking about that Shout Factory last time, I wanted to get that Friday the 13th and I checked it out. But I was just like, ah, man, it's just too much. I can't buy this thing. Dude, it was one of those things where I got at the right time because even now on Black Friday, it was more expensive than when yeah. I originally bought it. I think I saw uh, it on Black Friday on, on Amazon again or something. 
it was what like 80 or like, it was 90, like 90 something 90, like, 90 something 90. i remember 90 yeah. plus yeah. yeah 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 i saw in some instances it was like 101 or something yeah man it, it's one of those things i got it at the right time i actually did test it out um jason goes to hell was the first ever blu-ray i put into my ps5 and it looked fantastic it looked great for being a blu-ray uh, and then in the first two Friday the 13th in, in that box set that I got, um, those are actual 4K scans of the original. And when you put it in, and I still have my DVD collection, so I literally tested it one after another to see the difference. It is night and day, dude. It's worth it. It was worth the money, uh, especially just because I'm a big Friday the 13th fan. It's my favorite franchise. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a few other things I got. I got The Invisible Man. Uh, that was the new one, not the old one. Uh, I'm going to get the old movies, but I'm going to get them in a collection. Uh, but I got the new Invisible Man. I got Hereditary. Um, just some of those you know, newer movies that are going to look really good on 4K because it's just a newer, you know, newer movie. So. You know, some of those old movies pop too, like The Invisible Man, if you're talking about like the black and white ones. Mm-hmm. Those those pop in 4K because I've seen um, um, Leaving Las Vegas, the uh, Elvis movie, and do it in 4K. Man, that thing looks sweet. It looks really nice. Oh dang! Wait, Leaving right. Las Vegas, the that's Nicholas Cage. No, Nicolas not Cage one. No, Viva no, no. Las Vegas. Oh, oh Viva. Okay, oh, okay. Viva yeah, Las yeah, Vegas. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's a good movie too. I have to man, I'm gonna look into that. Um, I might get some of them. Uh, but I, I want to kind of get it in a collection because I know they have like the mummy, Frankenstein, all that. Right, right. I, I think it's that uh, simple uh, color that makes it look really pop in 4K because you see those edges really nice and it gets cleaned up really good. But a lot of those like 1970s movies, they they clean up pretty well if they do a good 4K rendering of it. Well, actually, uh, one other example you just reminded me is I got Children of the Corn. So okay. that, that, that was a 70s movie that I, I really loved as a kid. It creeped me the fuck out, fucking Malachi and, and all these fucking kids just murdering people. Like, it was uh, it was pretty creepy as a kid. I tested it out, and it's the 4K scan of the original. Man, it looked pretty freaking good, dude. Pretty all good. Right. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the, the Blu-rays that I got. Um, and, and they were a good deal, ultimately. Um you know, it was worth it. I, I was ready to splurge on just that. Like, there wasn't really much else that I wanted to get. Um, yeah, but uh, one other thing. Uh, so just recently I heard that, well, it's been a while that it's been in, in effect. But just recently for me, I heard that you, I can get uh, Paramount Plus for free because I'm a T-Mobile customer or, like, user, you know? For and, one year, uh, right? Right. But... So my brother Saul, he's had it for one year, and he renewed it, and it worked again for a second year. Really? I just bought it. I just bought mine for a year because my free T-Mobile just expired. So I don't know if you use a different. Maybe use like a different email or something. I don't know. At the ask now. I I did end up getting the Black Friday deal, which was like twenty four bucks for our entire year, but I was I was doing the the free t-mobile for a year but it finally expired on me but you you ended up getting it noel so yeah uh i'm under a family plan with my brother afrin uh and so i told him about it and it took a little convincing because he's, he's not into like putting any kind of like effort to do that shit but i told him like hey man all you got to do is click on this link because initially he's like no it's, it, it costs money it's not free so i sent him the link i made it as easy as possible i'm like click on this link like go into your email follow the instructions and then you go on the website and then that's done you know you're good so anyway long story short he set it up finally and uh i got an account for me uh, i got an account for my mom and an account for Efren, uh all, all under the same thing and uh yeah i've been checking out tulsa king on paramount plus yeah Man, lana's watching that right now right to the right this second yeah nice. right before i right before i logged in she's like yeah I'm, i gotta catch up on tulsa king and i'm like okay i'm gonna go record <laughs> hell yeah dude no it's a good show man i was pleasantly surprised because uh so i knew sylvester stallone was working on a bunch of stuff this year because I, I follow him on instagram uh 
and I, I've seen he's been working on a few a few things projects, and one of those was Tulsa King, and I when I saw he was doing Samaritan for Amazon, I'm like that's the one I, I really care about watching because I'm into comic book stuff and he was gonna be like a comic book superhero, and Tulsa King it was kind of on the back burner. I was like ah you know I'll watch it eventually, but I'm not too hyped to see it. Then it came out and I watched the first episode. I got hooked like instantly. I was like, damn, like he, he plays a good mobster, man. Like a good mafioso, you know? He, he he's not uh he's not Tony Soprano, that's for sure. That guy was unique, but he still has his own way of being like uh imposing and like intimidating in his own way, you know, Sylvester Stallone. For being a 75-year-old man. He he still looks uh, pretty like tough and pretty in shape, so it was cool to see. Uh, and then right off the first episode, he fucking holds up this like marijuana dispensary. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like it is pretty cool, man. You guys gotta watch it. Um, I think it's worth watching. It's on episode four this week. Uh, at the time this airs, it'll probably be episode six. And I think there's only going to be a, like a eight episode run or something like six or eight episodes, something like that. So definitely worth watching for those who are fans of Stallone or mafia movies, stuff like that. It looks surprisingly funny, like the previews or the trailers that I've seen. It looks like he's uh, almost a joke maker or like he's stuck back in the past. And he's kind of like what these people that I'm describing, like, what's the Internet kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah, it's perfect the way they play it off because. I mean, I'm not really going to spoil it, but at the very start of the episode, he's in jail and he's getting released. He's been in jail since like 99. So he literally missed like all the technology that happened since then, like the Internet, smartphones, even flip phones before that. Right. Like he missed all of that. So to him, the, the most he probably knows is an ATM, maybe. But for him, he knows how to pay cash. He knows to, you know, use the like a payphone and all that. So everything, his world has been turned upside down. He needs to have a debit card now. He needs to start, you know, he needs to do a bunch of shit. And uh, he's like, uh, man, I don't know if I should. It's not really a spoiler, but it's a funny moment in one of the episodes where he tries to go to to send something like through the mail. It's like a kind of like a FedEx, you know, he, try, he goes to this place to send something through to ship it. And he wants to pay in cash. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry, we don't accept cash. He's like, what? He's just like so shocked. He's like, yeah, you need like a debit card or something. He's like, you know, they used to say the cash is king. You ever heard that? He's like, nah, never heard that. He's just like, what the fuck? It's like a Gen Zer, you know? So he's like, he has no idea. He's like, I know it's not your fault. It's not your rules. But what the fuck's going on with this world? Like, (laughs) it is funny, dude, just seeing him struggle to like adapt to the modern age. He still has like this old school tactics and he makes it work though. And he has kind of his uh, comic relief. Uh, it's, he gets this guy that he he's like a recurring uh, character in the episodes and it's kind of like his comic relief. And it's it does have serious moments though. Like I don't want to make it seem like it's a comedy. It's really not. It's it's a dark comedy if anything, but he has his, his cool moments where, where he does uh, fuck shit up, you know? But um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much my stuff, uh, shifting it over to Andy here. So, yeah, man, it looks like everybody's been talking about Black Friday. What about yours, Andy? How's it been going? Just kind of like you. I did a, a couple things online. I didn't really I think I just went to Menards like that was it. Um, uh, just bought a lot of just physical meat. I bought a couple of Blu-rays. Um, uh, I bought the uh, uh, Warcraft uh it was on sale for five bucks i've been wanting to watch that movie for a while and uh i saw that i bought that and then i got uh, uh robot jocks it's an 80s movie about shout factory um that is uh something that's been out for a while it's out of print and uh i purchased that recently and um I've been wanting to check that out. I got it in the mail yesterday. Uh, I kind of paid a premium for that one, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I do want to see it. I've been, uh, I was just thinking about it the other day, and I saw they released a Blu-ray. And I was like, why is this so expensive? Because they released it a couple years back, and it's out of print now. 
Then other that, I just bought a bunch of gifts. Um, but like I said, it was kind of a lackluster. There were some deals, and uh, they weren't. I guess I wasn't crazy about them as I used to be, and uh, you know we talked about it in depth in this episode. But yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys if you guys purchased anything at ffnquestions at gmail dot com. Notice what you guys purchased is uh, like I said, that's pretty much it. What I did on Black Friday is just a lot of uh, uh, on the app. The only thing that kind of intrigued me, I see Walmart. They have their little Prime knockoff or Walmart Plus, whatever it's called. And they were allowing people who have that early access to to some of the Black Friday deals before they released them to everyone. So I kind of see that's what's probably going to happen down the road. Uh, you're going to have I don't know if Amazon. I mean, everybody. I'm pretty sure everybody got a lot of Prime just about. Um, but uh, I wonder if anybody if Target's going to start doing that and some of the other big box real uh, realtors uh, retailers. Are going to start doing that where you got to be some subscription based thing to to get access to some of those early deals yeah andy i, I just wanted to intervene really quick i i googled really quick while noel was talking but you're right uh in 1918 con- uh the census 92 percent of americans have at least one computer but uh only 85 percent have internet <laughs> So there you go. Uh, it's a, it, I knew the internet. It's something different, but everybody has uh, the computer or a tablet, some type of electronic thing. But the internet is something different. But I know they're they they brought down the price down a lot, or they help a lot with lower income people. Um, because if that was the case, I, you would have heard more about it during the, the pandemic and Zoom on the kids, how they can't afford it or they don't have it. I know there was a lot of programs that Xfinity did and to help those people, the rural people might be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I did. Uh, I know here in Illinois, if you're like on any assistance like WIC or they give you some type of free or they pay a big chunk for your internet and they give they pay for your phone too. I mean, if you're any of those type of assistance, you automatically get that uh that help right right but uh yeah going back i just bought a lot of physical media for myself uh i think i kind of overdid it on the (laughs) blu-rays it's been a while since i bought a lot but i overdid it on that and then um like i said i bought some gifts and any uh, any 4ks because i mean you got that a playstation 5 now yeah so the world of warcraft it was uh a 4k blu-ray disc that was five bucks. Like I, I, I saw the movie a while back. I know people were shitting on it. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I watched like the first half hour, and I was just like, nah, I'm not yeah. watching this. Yeah, people. I remember people were really shitting on it. And I'm like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, for five bucks, it's the 4K Blu-ray digital. I bought it. I bought the uh, the Robot Jocks, the Shout remastered it, which is got really great reviews i don't know if you remember that with robots fighting in the future it sounds familiar but uh i probably have to watch a trailer i can't visualize it right now the only thing that pops in my head is that um um that motorcycle guy the uh jack fuck what the name is that actor i he's in a, a robot movie where he's a he they go into like these robots and fight uh, each other and then they fight like these big beasts like these Godzilla nah, animals they, and stuff so in the future something I, I don't recall I haven't watched this movie since like the early 90s but they fight in uh, these wastelands with robots built up by governments like the US has a robot and then the Russians have a robot and like they just fight each other and like the the Russian the communist robots are black <laughs> or something the US is white and then they find out there's like a spy giving secrets to the evil people and they try to decipher it. And like uh, Pacific Rim, that's the one I was Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's 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 super 80s, dude. Uh, right. The people the the lead actor is uh if you remember Alien Nation had the TV show. Oh, right. 
that's the that guy, not the alien. The his partner is the lead actor in this movie. Okay. And then, uh, what I bought Fire in the Sky Blu-ray. That was another like special release oh, that they that's did. That's scary, man. I used to hate watching that as a yeah. as a kid, man. They did a Blu-ray. The the DVD went out of print years ago, and then they did a really? Blu-ray. <laughs> couple years back uh, like a limited run so it was always super expensive it was like thirty dollars they had a special sale on amazon i think it was like uh it was under 20 so i bought it if I, I gave in i'm like i don't know when how this is gonna go down in price this is the cheapest i've ever seen it but i don't even used was like 16 bucks 18 bucks so i'm like i'll just get a new one and then uh that's about it uh like i said it was um it's not bad it's it's i mean those are terrible movies but you didn't you made it sound like you bought like 50 of them or something nah 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 man i i don't do that shit no more <laughs> but uh, that that was pretty much it i know that i you see uh like noel talking about all that physical media and i'm just like yeah like i just bought some of the stuff that are it wasn't it wasn't crazy price it's something i really wanted for a while i got them yeah, the the only 4Ks I bought was the a Superman movie. I bought the original, um, the first one, the first Superman ever made. Uh, well, not ever made, the but Richard the, Donner one. Yeah. Yeah. So so I ended up buying that 4K because I saw it somewhere for ten bucks. So I bought that. Oh yeah, man, cool. Uh, like I said, uh, physical media is. Uh... <sighs> I'm trying. I'm seeing more and more people on YouTube getting rid of physical media because all the streaming platforms. But when I watch that, I see other stuff on uh, people who just buy a bunch. And the other big thing is like uh, Dollar Tree. They get like a lot of Blu-rays now. It used to be just they get a ton of DVDs. Now they get a lot of Blu-rays. And sometimes when you search that, you find some decent Blu-rays for like a buck twenty-five. And I was just like, fuck, man. So I go there like once a month just to see what's out there. And uh, it's not too bad. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I try to control it. I try to get Blu-rays mostly now. Um, the other other thing I got going on besides that is I don't know how much Noel might know more or you. Uh, you know about the Liver King scandal that just broke, right? No, what is that? <laughs> uh so noel's away for uh, right now everybody uh he's a little bit uh not feeling great i guess but he'll be back uh liver king is a, a social media guy who's like fucking jack to the gills and okay he hence the liver king guess what he eats a, a lot of raw liver really and uh, he has the nine components of prehistoric living like sleep uh eating raw meats uh, son like he has these things and th- i mean dan this guy is like fucking ripped man he is j- jacked he's older he's over 40 i believe Oh, okay i see a picture of him yeah yeah and like joe rogan they talked about him like about his philosophy and joe rogan looked at that motherfucker's juice and like he's doing steroids and more and more people came out saying that he was doing steroids and he always denied it always denied it and he sells like uh, supplements, vitamins to help his uh, his lifestyle, the pre historic or whatever, like caveman lifestyle. You know about the Liver King, Noel? Yeah, oh, I've been following that a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, not too says, closely, but yeah, it's crazy. It says his diet is liver, eggs, maple syrup, and tests. Tests? I don't know what the hell Testicles. that is. Oh, shit. He eats Damn. balls, raw balls, dude. Damn. <laughs> So yeah, that but he's like he's jacked, right? You're like, damn, this motherfucker's ripped. And he says, so, I've done so this quick question, my lifestyle. Would you eat testicles if you could be that jack, Andy? Nah, but I did hear, uh, you know what Rocky Mountain oysters are? No, I've heard they're good. It's fried uh, uh, testicles. Oh, People I don't know, man. It. They're awesome. I think I'd rather stay with my gut than <laughs> eat testicles and get jacked like that. <laughs> But it came out, uh, going back to him, you know, Joe Rogan made comments. Other people made comments like, this guy's juicing. He's, you know, he's he's uh, he's doing all these steroids. And he's always denied. He's gone on a ton of podcasts. And he's always denied it. And 
and he's always maintained. And then I guess it came out. Somebody emailed, uh, sent an email to a YouTuber who's also big into like lifestyle and like lifting. And he's always big, a big proponent of like, oh, this guy's juicing, you know, like that's not yeah. normal the way he looks. And he got Derek, the emails. Right? Yeah, the plates. More, pay, more, more plates, dates, more dates. Or, yeah, something like that. And he exposed the emails that he received. He was talking about how much uh, steroids he was doing, and he needs to like go make it go faster because he's gonna be the face of his new supplements and his company and all this stuff. And he was talking about how much he spends a month on steroids, or something like twelve thousand dollars or eleven thousand dollars. And then they asked him like how much he sleeps and what he does. And but basically in the email he admitted that he was juicing. And now, I think uh, this week, I saw he released a video apologizing for him lying. So I wonder how that's going to impact his companies and all that other stuff. But yeah, you should check it out. I mean, like, to me, all this shit, uh, the fucking internet, man, it's like, once they decide you're fucking lying, they come after you hard. And I heard people were just, like, relentless trying to figure out what this guy was doing because they're, like, they made up their mind, like, this guy's juicing. I mean, because how old is he? He's like in his 40s. I think he's 40s. over 40, yeah. Yeah. And he, it's hard to be that jacked at that point, you know? Yeah, and he admits it in the emails. Like, he's like, I'm <laughs> over 40. It's harder for me. Uh, but the thing was, people are pissed because he was pushing his lifestyle and his supplements. And he's like, this can be you if you do what I do. And people are like, they right away, they started calling bullshit. Because he walks around with a backpack and... He's taking pictures and shit, and he's like fucking got kettlebells, and he's like pulling a sleigh with all these weights and shit. Like he's 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 strong and athletic. Is just I think people are just pissed that he's juicing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of common now. I think a lot of these uh, infomercials, you can do all this, you can do all that, just do this and this, and uh, some some people get sued for that if your claims are incorrect. Well, the, the, did you ever see the documentary Bigger, Stronger, Faster about supplements? No. It's, like, not really regulated. And you could we could come out, like, Freeform Network, Vitamin Fucking D, and we just go to some company, we slap our label. And, like, people, like, uh, like, the iron pills and all. Like, we could create our own supplement and sell them, like, because it's, like, super unregulated. Right, and be and like, oh, this is good for arthritis. Take it. Like, yeah, like, uh, I can't get an erection, but this uh, vitamin C D concoction gets me hard. Like, and then like, there's nothing. People are gonna say, well, it doesn't work, but they're, it's like you can't really. I don't know if you <laughs> can get sued or what, but it's just like prove me wrong or something. And then if it does, you're just like, well, you just take it down. Damn, Andy. I wish we had the uh, shorts thing that you, you've been talking about now for a while because that would have been an excellent clip where you're like, I can't get hard. I take vitamin C and D. I might have to go. That was taken out of context. Right. <laughs> but, I do want to come out with a supplement brand one day. I, I'm actually working on something like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just go to a company that makes them and you just slap your label. I mean, I saw that documentary i don't know if you guys ever saw it it's an old one now but it talks about how since he was a kid he's the 80s movies everybody's fucking jacked right and then he found out people are taking supplements and everybody had their own supplements and he's just like how the fuck is this possible and he's like i'm gonna create a supplement he did it like rather quickly found the company he got he got some business and all they did was slap his label on and he was selling it like at these conventions or weightlifting things or something and he was telling people, like, or this is my brand, it's going to work. And he started selling shit, and he was kind of shocked how quickly it happened. Crazy. <clears throat> but uh, let us know, guys, what you guys think about that. If you take supplements, uh, I mean, I'm a big proponent of it, of, like, vitamin supplements and some other stuff. But, yeah, let us know, you guys, if you've taken anything at ffnquestions at gmail.com. But uh, all this talk about supplements... And I know there was all this stuff going on during the pandemic, people claiming uh, uh, if you take certain things, it could prevent you from getting the coup and all that. But uh, and one of the biggest proponents of coming against all that was Fauci. And uh, 
we're going to go into our article week regarding Fauci. So uh, we are pretty much, I know Dan's recovering. Uh, Fauci had a press conference, uh, I think right before Thanksgiving, saying he's uh, he's retiring. And I don't know if you guys saw this, you know, the president did an interview on, uh, I believe, on 60 Minutes saying it's the pandemic is over. Um, and we were, I was thinking about, because COVID was somewhat on the rise. So I was looking into, like, let me see if the government still free ha- has free at-home tests. And then I went to the website. They're like, this thing is suspended because Congress didn't give us more money. <laughs> So, but if you have insurance, you could get it. Uh, with that being said, uh, the article says chaotic, chaotic scenes at final Fauci White House press conference as yelling reporters drawn out questions. And then uh, Ms. Jen PR has chastised reporters in the past for not respecting their colleagues during briefings. Um, a chaotic scene erupted and Anthony Fauci's final press conference on Tuesday when a reporter began shouting over his colleagues and demanding that the White House press secretary take a question about the origins of COVID-19. Uh, Fauci, an outgoing director, has finished discussing, stepped back to wait for questions, and a number of journalists began shouting their queries. Um during one of the shoutings, the one reporter who is believed to be Diana Galbova of the Daily Caller can be heard asking questions about the origin, but she was not called on. And then that's when all hell broke down. Uh, Ms. Jean Pierre shuts down the shouting and uh, began with not calling. And then they stopped calling on her. You should allow, she's, uh, Ms. Jean Pierre goes, you should allow her to ask a question. She's asking a valid question to Dr. Fauci. And she just kept going, it's not your turn. And then it just went on from there. I saw the video. Um, it just goes to show, I mean, whatever you think of Fauci, I, just the way he's leaving in a chaotic scene is just, uh, I think, just spells how he handled the pandemic and his flip-flopping and blaming others when he's uh, the highest paying, paying paid government worker. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. What do you think of the article? What do you think? I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the video, but I did see it and it got kind of crazy. And he was just like in the back, not saying anything because, uh, the, the press secretary didn't let him. She just started, uh, she took over though. She started yelling at the reporters, just trying to get some control, some decorum, but. I think the question now, I mean, it's pretty much even uh, in the intelligence community here in the United States, they did say that it's highly likely, like super likely that COVID was created in the Wuhan lab and something happened and it got out. Right. And I think right. that's why and Fauci's always been, maybe not, he's always been like danced around it because it came out that. Uh, he gave some money for them to do some research through a third party and all this stuff. And it's always been like a gray area. That's what got Trump in trouble early on. And now it's just like, it's pretty much a lot of the Western world, Europe believes that's what happened. So it is the United States. Yeah. The, the clip on the, on the article, it, it's, it's not the greatest because it kind of starts, the clip starts right after the debacle happens. And I I tried to scrub through the entire press conference because I wasn't going to watch an hour and a half press conference <laughs> of Fauci's final uh, press conference. But I was trying to find what happened like right before this, like to hear the contents of the question. Did she really ask the question out of turn or did she ask it? But Fauci didn't want to answer it. So he's like, next. Uh, and, the, and the clip doesn't really show that because the clip just shows the second reporter getting in their face and saying, well, answer her question, answer her question on if it was in a lab or not. And then that's where the clip kind of starts. So, yeah, I I think most people believe and I think rightfully it's true, you know, that it was in a lab, dude, that shit happened in a lab. I think most conspiracy, you know, people have been shouting that for forever. 
And I think now it finally came true. This is one of the things that conspiracy people got true. Well, that's got, got Trump in trouble early on. And I think he said, I saw evidence pointing to that fact. And they started calling him a racist. <laughs> and I remember uh, uh, Pelosi and them. And lo and behold, it like the narrative changed. Like, yeah, it did come out of there and, and stuff like that. And then. Well, I, I don't find it hard to believe that people didn't believe what Trump says because the, the guy is just a pathological liar at times. So, shit, so I mean, President Trump, uh, my, my apologies. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think most people, anything that guy could have said, he could have said, I got the cure to cancer and they would have just hated him anyways. Like you stole it. <laughs> yeah. Racist. But, uh, yeah, like I've been... Uh, in the podcast, if you listen to previous shows, like I'm not a big fan of Fauci early on. Like, okay, let's listen to this guy, and then it just got kind of weird, and then he started backtracking, and then he started changing. Like, I don't know, it was just weird, and I like kind of lost faith in him. And then, uh, then the the whole vaccines thing started, and um, so it is what it is. I mean, you want to take them, take them. I, 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 I. I don't know anymore. I don't know I, what to believe. I like them. You like them? Yeah. Uh, but going that, uh, you know, with the, the way that this administration, um, I like that's probably the only thing that Biden says one thing and then the White House says another thing and people got pissed at him for saying that. But I, I think people are ready to move on. And, uh, I was like, we have some home tests left, and I was just like, man, I should get more, not that the winter's coming. Because, I mean, uh, people are getting sick, but you're not really knowing because uh, everybody got home tests, or a lot of people are getting, like, a really bad cold or a flu, and then, like, it's gone after, like, a week. Um, uh, I had something like that, uh, like, uh, earlier, uh, like, late October and I took like multiple COVID tests and it just, they came back negative. And then I took some real medicine, like some Vicks or something and felt better. And it went away after like four days. Yeah. I mean, my opinion on, on testing frequently is like, well, what does it really change? Um, if you're feeling sick, well, you just stay home, you know, but if you, if you have COVID or not, I mean, does that mean you're going to go to work because you don't have COVID, but you still feel sick? Like, I'm pretty sure people at the office or wherever you work, they don't want to get your germs. They don't want to get well, sick. That's another thing that's going on. People who do get COVID, they're not – I don't think there's really a rules. I, I don't know. Like, after five days, it could come back with a mask. I mean, I, I really don't know what it is anymore. There's no real clear correction. I don't know if the CDC – I think the last time I checked, if you get COVID after five days uh, – wear a mask you go back to work or something like that right if you test negative or something i, I really don't remember it's kind of like uh like i there's no clear direction i feel well at my office there's been two people that have tested positive for covid um throughout my time there it's been just a couple of months but one of them got it when they came back from europe and she was gone for five days when she came back, she didn't have a mask though, but she was already fine. And she You're stays like, in hey, her man, get a fucking mask, bitch. <laughs> well, she stays in her office. I, I rarely if ever see her. So and, and sometimes she's not even in the office. Like she'll be out and about. So I, I didn't notice until like actually two weeks later. I noticed, oh, you're back. Okay. I didn't say anything. Like we don't we don't talk, right? I just remember that she was gone and they made a little bit of an announcement. They're like, Hey, just so everyone knows, you know, she tested positive for COVID. Don't worry, we already wiped down the break room. We already cleaned everything. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, people are going to get sick. Sometimes it's not even COVID. It's just they're sick. And to me, it's like, stay away anyway. Like, you have sick days, you know, use them, rest, recover, come back healthy. There's no need to come in the office coughing up a fucking storm, regardless if you have COVID or not, you know? Yeah, I think nowadays it's, I think by next year, it's going to become a little more normalized. But any kind of upper respiratory infection, you should really try to isolate best you can. Now, I don't know if you need to go COVID-style isolation, but 
definitely if you're around people that are immune compromised, if you're around little children, uh, if you're around elderly people, uh, definitely if you're sick, you should try to stay isolated and away from everybody else. Yeah, like I said, whatever uh, you feel comfortable and whatever your job allows you to do, um, just do it, you know. Um, but getting back to the article with Fauci's press conference, he, I, like I said, I saw clips of it and like he didn't really say much. I, People were speculating why he's leaving. I, I think he might have talked about he was going to leave now that uh, the Republicans got the Congress. I think they might start some inquiries, and I think that's one of the reasons he's leaving. Um, he might be scared something might come up, but uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but I think a lot of people, it, it got politicized early on, and I think a lot of people, it's like split down the middle. Either like him or you don't, and usually the left really likes Fauci, and the other, the right doesn't, and... Um, I think he's somewhat to blame for that because uh, he w- didn't come up with a clear like directive compared to like with China, you know, where they're standing zero COVID. So if you got COVID, they're fucking locking down that whole apartment building. And you saw what happened there, right? They have COVID lockdowns and they're fucking like boarding up doors and like welding shit. And there was a fire and people died. That's what started this whole protest thing that's going on lately. Um, that thing with Foxconn where they make Apple or the iPhones, they found out somebody had COVID. People tried to leave and they wouldn't leave because they knew they were going to be locked in there for a while. And uh, it, it was uh, that's why all of a sudden everybody's protesting because they're sick of it. And uh, but at least, you know, what's going to happen there because they're they have a hard stance. Right, right. Well, I think at Fox, I think at Foxconn they they do other stuff, not just Apple stuff. But yeah, the majority of the Apple's built there, I believe. Well, they started rhyming with the whatever authority that the the CCP has out there. They were like, you saw videos of it, and then people started uh, uh, the fire with that killed that whole fam that families at that apartment building. They couldn't leave. And people are like sick of it and the rest of the world is like they're somewhat worried but they're not you know they're not as worried about it as the beginning as the beginning you know i wonder what their mortality rate is over there with all this isolation that they're doing i wonder if their mortality rate is almost nothing um because they've really isolated the, the spread of it well i think it's i saw some Something on it earlier in the uh, week that it spiked and the lockdowns are not really working, but they have this hard stance of like zero. So they fucking they shut it down when someone tests positive. Uh, the mortality uh, mortality rate, I don't know. I don't think they ever released that. I just saw that uh, it was really low, the cases, and then like it spiked the last couple like month or two, like everybody else because winners here. Uh, but they, their, their heart, their lockdowns are harsh, dude. They don't let you leave. People are complaining they they can't even go to the store. They're starving. Nobody brings them anything because they just let them, they leave them in the fucking. They lock up the building. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, some of it's kind of hard to believe that stuff like that happens. But yeah, that's other governments. I mean, what, what can you do? You can't really do much from over here we just hope that our government doesn't go nuts so like that but but yeah we we got our own set of problems over here i would assume um uh, if you ask anybody but i think that's about all the time we got guys uh we'd like to thank you all for listening remember to follow freeform network on twitter at freeform network send in those questions and suggestions what you guys get for black friday these guys looking forward to christmas ffnquestions at gmail.com visit our webpage for all our links at freeformnetwork.podbean.com there you're going to see all the good stuff that we got all the hundreds of podcasts that we've released that you can listen to the back catalog some of those early ones are kind of rough with andy but they get better as 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 we grow along. So what? <laughs> take take a, a listen, man, and uh, hit subscribe and like on those episodes. We really appreciate it. it. Helps us out. 
But for Freeform Radio, we got Andy. It's all good, Andy. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. And we got Noel. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Hope you stay happy and healthy throughout this holiday season. Yes, sir. And I'm Daniel. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, And we will catch you all on the next one. Dad.